Marketplace is supported by Putnam Investments, where performance is driven by original fundamental research on a global scale. This is Putnam Today. Produced in association with the University of Southern California. Yay, we've got a debt deal. Oh, we've got a debt deal. From American Public Media, this is Marketplace. Marketplace is supported by IBM, working to help mid-sized businesses become the engines of a smarter planet. Learn more at ibm.com slash engines. And by Progressive Insurance with Snapshot, a program in which rates are determined by the driving habits of policyholders. Learn more at progressive.com. From the Frank Stanton Studios in Los Angeles, I'm Kai Rizdal. It is Monday today, everybody, the 1st of August. Great, as always, to have you with us. Should you, by some chance, have been cut off from all forms of communication for the past 18 hours or so, let me be the first to tell you we've got a dead deal. Or at least we think we do. Congressional leaders and the White House announced last night they've come to terms on a plan that will keep the United States current on its bills. That is not in default. It's all over now, but the voting, about which more later. But to start us off, we sent Marketplace's David Gurra off this morning with the task of explaining to us exactly how this thing might reduce the deficit by $2 trillion over the next 10 years. Here's David. There'd be two phases to the plan. Phase one wouldn't touch the big government entitlement programs, Social Security, Medicare, Medicaid. Instead, it would put limits on so-called discretionary spending. That's the money the government spends on things like roads and weapons. The CBO says this part of the plan would reduce the deficit by almost a trillion dollars. But that doesn't mean that Medicare and Social Security won't be touched. They're not dealt with immediately, but the framework that's been set up by this deal puts them on the table, no doubt. That's Ryan McConaughey with Third Way, a centrist think tank that backs the deal. That framework he's talking about is the second phase of the plan, a special committee made up of six Democrats and six Republicans. They'd have to come up with more savings, $1.5 trillion worth, by Thanksgiving. And if they can't? The committee's failure to reach an agreement would trigger more than a trillion dollars worth of cuts, divided evenly between domestic spending and defense spending. Those cuts would kick in automatically on January 1st, 2013, the day the Bush-era tax cuts are set to expire. Maya McGinnis is with the New America Foundation, another centrist think tank, She says cuts to entitlement programs are inevitable. You can make changes to those programs that are sensible, that are phased in gradually, that protect a lot of the current retirees, and that most importantly, I think, protect the people who depend on those programs. And McGinnis says the alternative, an indiscriminate cut, could end up hurting most Americans. In Washington, I'm David Gura for Marketplace. Well, there you have the nuts and the bolts and the trigger as well. Now for the process behind it, we've got Jacob Liu on the line. He runs the White House Office of Management and Budget. Mr. Liu, good to have you with us. Good to be with you, Kai. I don't mean to impugn the thousands and thousands of staff hours that have gone into to the deal that is being voted on, but it does seem to me that after all of this, after the, the political drama that, that Washington has put us through, what we're getting is $92 billion a year over 10 years. That's the deal. With the deadline before us, the question was how could the parties come together and reach an agreement that would put us on a path towards serious deficit reduction while also extending the debt limit in time to meet the deadline tomorrow. I think the agreement that Congress is voting on uh, will have very uh, important consequences. It will reduce uh, discretionary spending for both defense and domestic programs by just under a trillion dollars over the next 10 years. 
There is also going to be a special joint committee created in Congress, which will be charged with coming up with $1.5 trillion of additional deficit reduction. If this committee fails, and by the end of the year Congress does not take action, then there's a mechanism put in place that has quite dramatic consequences with very deep cuts. One of the things about this agreement that's important is that it keeps us on a path towards dealing with deficit reduction so that we can address the long-term financial challenges we face. Well, uh, let me follow up then with this question, which I ask only a little bit with my tongue in my cheek. Did I miss the part of this agreement that focuses on, on job creation and economic growth and, and getting the economy and the recovery back on track from where it is now, which is not in a good place? Well, Kai, when we were in substantive negotiations, one of the things that we had hoped to have in this agreement would have been an extension of a payroll tax cut, extension of unemployment insurance, things that would have...